Hello everyone. Um, hello everyone. Welcome to the Human Bliss podcast. I am Aisha and I'm your host. It has been a very long time. I haven't been with you. I have reasons for it. The first thing is I started a relationship. And it's the best thing, and it's the everything that I ask universe for. And the second thing is, I get a very reasonable amount of funding to create a one-woman show around expectations of being a woman, grief, cultural differences. Hello, darling. And I have a beautiful dog with me. Uh, her name is Lilu. So I have been away writing and thinking and constructing for the last eight, nine months. And it's wonderful being back here with you. The reason that I am back with you is I've been receiving emails um, from writers, authors who would like to be host, who would like to be guest on my podcast, not a host, this is my podcast, who would like to be a guest on this podcast. And I keep rejecting them. And finally, today, about 10 minutes ago, I decided that maybe it is time to get back to it and allow other people's opinions and experiences to be shared. This is what a podcast is, a vehicle. I'm so grateful being here with you and I'm so grateful that you have been still listening to me diligently. That makes me feel that what I'm doing has a merit. If you go back to my previous podcasts and listen to them for the newcomers, I have been giving my insights and understandings about how the universe, how our energetic beings or being this energetic vibrational being works. I'm also talking about the effects of grief the effects of our environment on our souls, on our spirits, and the ways to ease them and set ourselves free. And these happen through understanding. It doesn't just happen because you listen to something. It doesn't just happen because you meditate it just doesn't just happen because you put on your headphones and start listening to a YouTube channel or someone someone's book or an eight hour long hypnosis self hypnosis session. These are all vehicles, but it happens it starts to happen once 
we start to understand the effects, the reasons and the consequences of the situation and set ourselves free from it. I wrote something like, I'm not going to read a passage or a paragraph, but just two very short sentences will describe the, the rest of it. Let the dead go. This is such a hard thing to do when it comes to grief. I wrote a whole show around it. It's a really funny show. It's hilarious. It's spontaneous. The things that happen to this young girl, absolutely they're all true, but when you listen to it, when you watch it, it sounds like this incredible how thing, as thing can this happen. The name of the show is Canine Teeth. If you find me on Instagram, you can follow the show as well. It's the theatre show, one woman theatre show with spoken word music and some video projection. And the whole basis, the background, the parameters of the show is this girl, young girl, doesn't have the support about life from her family because the family is too, too much in the grave of of the grief with the dead and they can't let the dead go and death can happen in a time between yesterday to 30 years ago or 40 years ago or 50 years ago it's not the time scale of course time heals some wounds but after certain point the time concretes and it engraves and it makes the behaviors as if that is the natural behavior natural living character or the emotional response to the life living with grief is so difficult My observations from my personal experiences of observing my own family's grief. I'm coming from a traumatic family and the generations of grief. Uh, that's where I am coming from. And one, holding on to one and then what happens is it becomes so difficult to let the dead go because we want we want a reason for things not going well we want a reason that we don't feel good we want a reason that we don't have the things we desire to have we want a reason for not living the life that we know we deserve to live. And having someone dead and the situations and circumstances that causes it creates a 
creates an incredible, legit reason. And people understand a lot about suffering and pain. And people can relate to it. And that kind of gives an instant gratification and feeling of an importance that you managed to live to come this far even though you had that incredible loss. And anytime during a conversation you can put it out there and that that legitimize your everything that bad happens to you, everything that good happens to you, everything that you are can be described through the grief. But the consequences of this is uh, fractured, disjointed, isolated, individually isolated families, family members who are not sure about where they're going in their lives or not even sure about if the pain is real anymore because internalizing something and then you start acting towards it and our own behaviors feed our next future behavior so we become the fuel for our own next move and next feelings I am I'm not taking a a death situation or a grief situation lightly that's why maybe I can come across a little bit harsh. But it's important to let the dead go. I'm not talking about clearing out the traces of that person. Maybe do the opposite. Maybe not hide the dead person's belongings around. Maybe make a shrine that you will remember the good things. A corner that are very important and special moments that you share were there. Sometimes you can take time out to talk with the dead. Open up yourself. Light a candle. Put a flower, but then let it go and understand and this might be happening because there is a bigger arrangement in our own soul and spirit system. What struck to me a few days ago with my 
with my partner or my my soulmate or other half is the other half the the concept of other half is this is the first time I'm feeling it and uh, and I'm so grateful um he's a musician and I was watching him and I thought he must have been a musician in other lives and he must have chosen to come to this life as this type of musician into this family to live this circumstances and situations I believe it's not that I believe I strongly know in me there's something some kind of knowing that I'm going through I'm feeling after reading and writing analyzing knowing analyzing yourself where you are how you are is one of the hardest things to do that's why we sometimes think that we're doing it but we're not actually doing it we might be giving reasons we might be blaming others then taking time to listen to ourselves and accept the situation and find the goodness that you can hold in and how you can convert this situation for the goodness of other people I think I'm I'm jumping from one subject to the other but they're all related so my real healing process after years of reading after years of traveling moving getting angry drinking socializing in all different ways or the opposite way around going being a loner and isolating myself for years changing jobs working being a workaholic and going on the opposite direction not working keep having the heated anger and rage but covered with melancholy after all these and therapies thinking about that that I've analyzed myself I start finding the true healing once I start once I understand the importance and the power the healing power the importance of my work my new stage show and what it can give to people who might be in the same position or who 
I can prevent them if they find themselves in the south in the same position. Once I start understanding this, my healing process, the real healing process started. I'm not saying that all the other background that I have been doing all my life. And that's my main work. That has been my main work. I'm not saying any of those to be put in the bin. But unless we find a way to make to make other people better with our experience, the healing process might take much longer and it and it, it may not even happen. Because life does seem trivial. Nothing really have when you're in grief. Nothing really have a real meaning in front of a big loss. And I would not wish that for anyone. And that period can take very long. From what I'm gathering, from my own experiences, putting it out there, understanding how that mechanism works, understanding what you're doing with it in yourself, in your in your day-to-day actions, and finding something that works for you then you can share it with other people and help them. That is the medicine. The tranquilizers or... or hyping agencies or forgetting agencies like alcohol and cigarette or just what, whatever your choice of thing or watching five series at the same time one after another 10 hours a day whatever is yours or being depressed all the time those are not the medicine medicine is to realize you can move you can feel this pain and you can tell your story in some way so before before my play for about a year and a half, I wrote spoken words, songs, lyrics, and that's when I was 
that's what led me to write the play. It's in our play. And the writing process was like, I like, I teared myself in the in in pieces that that they were in more than a little piece, one little green pea at a time that makes me whole. There's a there's a lot of peas. I teared myself. I teared my life, and I had to analyze it. From all different angles. And I worked with a dramaturg to do this. And sharing this with someone. Who is a professional. And coming at. Coming back at. As a professional. That's where. I think that's where the. The difference between counsel. Or a. Psychologist psychiatrists comes there's that there's medical medicine profession medical professionals um analyzing in in a personal way but with a dramaturg this is of course my experience analyzing it as if it has nothing to do with with me as if this is a total fiction fiction's character and asking brutalist questions that it has to be asked for that character for the development of the character and understanding all the background story and then you can build over it it's a, so 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 we can build the relationships with that torchlight so when i was when i was writing the spoken words they were i guess that there was kind of the first that was kind of the first section of the healing, maybe we can put it in that yeah. Um my words were angry. There was so much anger and range to life in it. And tracing back, it all comes from a loss that happened forty years ago. And how that affect the family and the di- family dynamics and the dynamics of the relationships. Because what it does is, as in the grief is incredible, it creates this huge, gigantic new universe. And it doesn't let you to go out of it. Outside world, it just, you don't believe in people because you don't believe how people can be happy and be genuine at the same time. How people can be really nice and genuine at the same time. How people can be without pain because it just isolates you so incredibly much. And then its own in its own universe, in its own dynamics, the family start interacting with with each other from the point of pain 
and inter interrelational blames start playing. And in there, who knows who is right? Because no one is really rational. Because the reactions are not just to each other. It's the reactions are to life. To the dead. So I wrote maybe 20 or 30 songs and released them with really great musicians so I'm grateful for them supporting me in that way the songs with the lyrics really bitter and one side they didn't want to write internally one side one side I ran out of the bitterness I stopped writing bitterness So there's a big sigh from the beautiful Lilu. So, but there's this beautiful light, beautiful sunlight at the end of the tunnel. The thing to realize is you got to walk there and you are going to walk there and tell to yourselves then. Exactly this, I am going to walk there, one step at a time, one day at a time. And it's not a personal experience. I'm wrapping it up. The thing to realize is... What... How can you cultivate something positive out of what you are going through? That is your medicine. I am Aisha Balkose and this is Human Bliss and I love you so much. And I'll talk to you perhaps next week. You can do it. You're beautiful. I totally believe in you. Do you believe in you? There is the sun at the end of the tunnel. Good night. Okay, so where are we?